Welcome back to the Texas Rundown. As always, I'm your host, Danson. Cheers, guys. Yes. We also have here today Mr. John Pancake P. Seal and Mr. ESPN Ish. We have the Ooh. normal crew back in house. Well, I guess not in house, virtually in house today. No more milk bottles, one, no more milk cartons. We found it. One day, one day we will all be back in studio together. Absolutely. But today is not that day. No. So what is today are contracts. So we have two interesting contracts that we're going to discuss. And overall, just like how these kind of contracts have, have a ripple effect across the these different leagues as we go forward. So Kyler Murray's newest contract, I believe it was like $160 million. And, but he's required every it's, day. It's a until, $230 million contract, by the way. Oh, 230? Well, yeah. I was just slightly off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you get to that point, what does it matter? But it's uh, until, from what I understand, it's until the, until the NFC or until the NFL season starts. He has to watch four hours a day of film. I don't think it's during the season that he has to do it, but I know it's until the season starts. Um, not sure about the details. The other contract is that four Zion Williamson. Four hours a day before the season starts? I thought that was just like the get, week of game week. I guess we'll game, get, I we'll guess get to that. Yeah. We'll oh, get okay. to that. But uh, Zion Williamson also in his contract or his extension has in it a weight limit. Where he has to be what like he has to be has to be, has to be hundred has yeah. to be two under has to be two ninety five or under and that's that's weight and body fat percentage combined it has to be two ninety five or under and this guy I mean this is a guy who came out you know out of high school at a two seventy five he probably packed on another twenty five easy in college Dude, and he's pulling the Charles their- Barkley diet even Charles Barkley's fat ass told him you need to. Put down the cheeseburger at the gym. I mean, well, I don't even think it's cheeseburgers, man. I think that Zion's just a big ass dude. Like I he mean, just what, has what, what, mass. What is, it, what is it? I mean, Shaq is a big ass <laughs> dude, right? Look at him his rookie year. He was very, very skinny, yeah, dude. Very, very difference clean. between an elephant and a hippopotamus is what we we're comparing. <laughs> <it to. laughs> I don't know which one's bigger. They're both. Charles likes his money. Exactly. That's the point. <laughs> I'm glad you caught on to that, bud. Well, I'm just saying they're both big, right? No. Like, if there so was a slim version of Zion that exists, so here, we saw it when he was playing college ball. So here's my question for, for both of you. Is is are these clauses something you think are going to start taking off where you see more and more of these clauses and contracts to hold players accountable? And do you think this is good or bad for the the league in general to have all these clauses. I can answer these easily. Yes and no. Yes, this is going to happen from now on because what do teams want? They want control over their wild players who are, you know, children basically when they get into the league. Right. They're young kids. It doesn't matter. I mean, even in the NFL, you're 23 years old unless you're Brandon fucking Whedon getting in at 32 uh, as a 32-year-old a NFL rookie. But no, it's uh, they're trying to control these people, I feel like. Um Rightfully so. They're paying a lot of money. These are their assets. Like these guys should be doing these kind of things on their own. But the fact that they start putting into contracts, I think can get down to a slippery slope where we get into a situation of like, oh, I don't like how you behave. So I'm going, you're required to have a babysitter with you (laughs) 
every game. I, and I, and that has happened in, before, but it has Pac-Man, never been part Pac-Man of a contract. Jones, they had, he had his own personal security guard. The Cowboys hired to follow him around. Yeah. And of course, Pac-Man Jones ended up fighting the security guard. Right. Track. But but I'm saying like, but that was a, you know, that wasn't part of his contract, but it was required in order for him to be able to make his money. Well, it, Actually, now sure it, now it is. That brings up to now it can be at least. Uh, Originally, I was going to say that this is great, right? You know, you're starting to curb players, you start to find weaknesses and make sure that the players develop upon their weaknesses, right? Kyler Murray doesn't watch game film. All right, uh, dude, you want to make your money? Watch game film. Not that hard. But it, what, what kind of the the flip side, which Jansen just showed me, is think about a Dennis Rodman. Think if uh, Jerry Krause was doing this type of shit to Dennis Rodman when he was playing for the Bulls. Does you wouldn't have those Bulls championships of rebounds. Do you have those championships if he doesn't have that wild side, right? Like, where, where does it go too far, right? right. And I, I think that's the slippery slope. Right and also, there. like I said, we're dealing with like, you know, basically kids that who are growing in this time, right. and they're they're getting their first taste. They go from poverty to millionaires overnight, and then now you're like, well. Like you, a rookie contract can now say you, you know, you defensive lineman, you center, you, you know, whoever, you have to lose a shit ton of weight when that's what makes you effective. If you don't, like, you can lose a lot of that if you don't do it in the right way and have a transition in the right way. I mean, I think this is very prescriptive for Zion. I think it's very obvious that the reason Zion can't play is because his frame cannot support his frame is built for it. I mean, his shoes are not built for it. His, his <laughs> knees would say otherwise. His injuries would say otherwise. The New Orleans Pelicans would say otherwise. No, and dude, it's just his shoes. Built for that way. <laughs> Only the Nikes, dude. Only the Nikes so, can't support him. So here's why he should have gotten an Under Armour sponsorship I, immediately. I, I, Oh, he doesn't that. want to wear those ugly shoes. But um, here's my question here. It's so when you see when you see these. Like some of these, I'm surprised how you haven't heard any of these really until now. Like, for instance, like the Sixers. Like, wouldn't you? Would you hear I, of it? Like, put, like, I don't know, like the Pac-Man thing. Like, throws, that's a you have to do this to stay ben on Simmons the team. Contract. I would definitely. That would be like the first thing in Ben Simmons' contract. They'd be like, you have to make X number of threes. You have to attempt X number of shots. Like literally every single well, time you're in the that. gym. Here's the thing: I, is like, I, how I, far you, does it go? Like, you, you, if you, you don't can, shoot over X percentage are, this yeah, year, are you on the team? They do those have they do have ones like that in contracts, like two little. They're not like big ones like this. Like those are in-game incentives that you're talking about, requiring him to hit attempt and hit a number, and then that goes into coaching game plans, right? Like that. That's totally different. What could happen though is then be like, hey Ben Simmons, on top of regular practice, we're going to give you the best three-point coach in the league. You're going to have to work with him at least five hours a week because he fucking sucked. And that's part of getting your money, right? I can see that happening, and that's fair. That's I think that's fair yeah. when you're when you're paying that much money. You need to see this sort and, of development. And this is one of those things I, I'm all like, I, I have no problem with with these specific ones where I'm like, it's just taking a little bit back control. But it's like you're giving these guys like there's certain perks of every job. Like we can all agree with this. Certain jobs, like hey, certain jobs. But we don't work, all sign. You know, we don't no, sign no. contracts but, based on our flaws. No, no, for sure. But I'm saying like, it, it, but any normal job, like any normal job has certain KPIs and things like that. Hey, maybe you're yeah. you're really good at certain things that work and certain things you neglect and don't do. And but it's they're like, usually hey. universal. It's like everyone has to meet this standard. Yeah, it's you not, meet this standard, it's not you're specialized. Good. Again. When right, you're specializing sure. like this, that's where like, dude, 
I, I agree with you. Do these guys, does Kyler Murray need to watch film? Yes. Does Zion need to lose weight? Yes. But at the same time, like, how far does this rabbit hole go now that owners feel like they can write these contracts and, and they get away with it? Also, it, it, and it kind how of long until the league? They know. Because we yeah. all know how the NBA and NFL operates. They're going to wait until it becomes a problem before they get in front of it. So they're right. going to wait. They're going to let these owners make these and, contracts. The guys are signing them. They're like, oh, they're making money. They're producing product. Right. And eventually it's going to get to a point where they, they, it's they have, unattainable they, and it's going to diminish the product. They have agents for a reason now. Agents are going to have to nut up and actually earn their money and, now. Yeah. I mean, to an extent, too. And I and here's these two, nut I think, up are kind of special as ones, they too. Where I think, <laughs> because also, too, like – Here's my thing with, with Zion and the Pelicans and maybe Kyler and the Cardinals to an extent. Obviously, Zion's had injury issues and things like that. So not to say he didn't have a choice. We thought Zion could potentially be the, one of the first guys to turn down the rookie extension, which he did not do. They wanted to obviously ensure he's has injury, mean, injury. They wanted him to get the bag because injury injury issues. So even getting disrespected by the franchise openly, basically saying you're fat, you need to cut weight and stuff like that. They're fine with that. They're like, okay, maybe the franchise doesn't fully buy into me, but they're enough to give me the, the brakes truck and we'll take it. That's okay. Same with Kyler. Where the Kyler's agent smaller, doesn't care because they get their percentage. No, exactly. For sure. No, for sure. But I'm yeah, saying, like, but, but, if these are, but if now these, the players aren't going to sign with certain but, agents but no, and just roll over, right? I think the agent in these two cases had to roll over a bit because Zion's injury proneness and Kyler's had some injury issues as well. And he's a smaller quarterback that runs a lot. So I think in these two cases, these guys were like, well, we're getting disrespected a little bit in these negotiations. We're still getting the bag, little, little asterisk here at the bottom, but we're still getting the bag. Let's take it. But if it had been other guys, like, let's say... The and NBA, ultimately, these Kevin guys Durant should be doing that anyway. If Kevin Durant got offered one of these ridiculous contracts, his agent would laugh and say, cool, we'll take the bag with someone that has no requirements at all, and there'll be 30 other teams lining up to do that. So, 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 so I, I just thought of this. I think this is great. It solves a problem we've talked about on the show before. I'm what terrified happens, if you just thought of it. it what <laughs> happens if they start putting in the requirements, right? Zion signs this deal. Well, you can't force a trade, right? You, you start talking not, about you forcing a trade. The thing is, you, you can't do things to circumvent the CBA. Like those are things you yeah. cannot put in contracts. That's a complete. That would be completely illegal. There's no way yeah. you can do that. Which would be great. We need we illegal. Need those, we need those illegal. in here for sure. But there's definitely and there's also ones with incentives. Like Daryl Moore actually tried to do this with Nene's contract on the Rockets, where basically to try and trade him, they basically had Nene had like I think a Vetsman contract. But like in, but it would in, in outgoing up. salary, it could balloon yeah. up to a bunch of incentives that Nene could never achieve. So it could, and technically outgoing and trade, it could be like 12 or million or some ridiculous amount that obviously would never be. Cause he, and then of course, Chris Paul was, had just gotten traded by the Rockets. It was ahead of the player association and they made sure that contract got nuked. And it was just a normal vets men without the incentives and stuff, but yeah, smart move no, by Daryl Moore. But, but the other part of this is like, this should never even have to be in the contract. Like Kyler Murray at this point, he should be studying film every moment that he's not in practice. You're right. You're a professional baller. Is right? that that's I've a, also heard a, Kyler Murray is a big Madden player. Does that count to his film watching? Yeah. I feel my... like a coach when I'm playing Madden. <laughs> I mean, he's like the, a quarterback. They, they had the coach's version of Madden. I, I know they quit making it, but the coach's version of Madden was actually kind of cool. Uh, oh, you, yeah, you just call the plays and watch them run it. Yeah, that was a real fun game mode. My friend it. did because he became a high school football coach and he enjoyed it. But um, so yeah. he would practice on Madden. He'd practice on Madden when he was in school. Yeah, 
It was kind of interesting. I bet he was the guy who drew his own. You know, I literally walk. I literally walk in, in the, the frat house. We'd like be shotgunning beers, and he's like, "Guys, guys, I'm trying to concentrate. I'm studying." And we're like, "Dude, you're playing video games." <laughs> yeah, no. I think about that. But, like the but NBA, honestly, right? I mean, like, we're on ISO. We're on ISO. Like, see how yeah. that works out. Yeah, every match play, Luca, Luca isolation. <laughs> um, but it'll be interesting to see where the future, um, how the future plays out with these contracts. If there's more clauses that come in, if someone in the league steps in and says you can't have X, Y, and Z, or you can only have one well, clause, or how it's going to have to get bad before they do that. But the thing like, is, too, there's going to have to be some ridiculous, like they're going to have to ask Christian McCaffrey not to tear his ACL in a season <laughs> in order to keep his contract before the league steps in. Yeah, I. I, I just think with these, these two are kind of, and all the, all the ones where it's like max extensions, we were talking about not these smaller contracts, no one cares, but when you're, when a team's, you know, giving someone a quarter of a million dollars or close to that, I, I can't blame them for wanting to have a little bit of an insurance policy here. If there's one little oh, yeah. thing you don't quite like about them, like, it's yeah, I mean, fair. like if the Raiders would have done this with Jamarcus Russell years and years ago, <laughs> he probably would still be playing in the league. <laughs> He'd be the oldest quarterback. But, with but Tom I, mean, Brady. I think it would be the biggest red flag thing ever. If you draft a guy and then on a rookie contract, give him like, clauses it's like then just draft someone else that doesn't have all the red flags that you're putting in this contract oh, like, i'm about to say if that zach milson news comes out right, a little little a little earlier you know <laughs> that then you're just like hey man you can't get close to your friend's mom no grandmas right? like, nothing, nothing like that going on but i I, I think I think well, right now superpower. Then it's like I, only yeah. Dave Milfs. Like you can't. Ish, we're about to put a grandma clause on your rundown contract. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very prescriptive at the moment, and it's it's needed, right? Like these guys totally deserve it, right? When you go out and you're bragging in interviews that you don't watch game film, or or if you're Zion, right, and you're just not cutting weight, like everybody in the media is making fun of him, right? Like Charles Barkley. Yeah, I mean, the, this the large amount of rebound brother, the guys know for fucking being fat is calling you out, telling you to stop going to Krispy Kreme. Yeah, I think that that warrants a portion of your contract if you're make if you're signing a rookie, you know, max extension. Yeah, no, I mean, I I agree. I mean, it's. It's a slippery slope, but I mean, it's something I feel like it does give a nice protection for the team because you are basically giving the keys to the to the kingdom to this one guy for half a decade and hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, I mean, but the other the reverse of this is like they could also just leave. Or force a trade. I mean, in the NBA, you can I mean, NFL, I definitely think I'd say Kyler could Kyler force a trade. I mean, possibly. I feel like in the NBA, it's, harder in the NFL. it's way it's harder, harder in the NFL to force trades. There's more mobility now in the NFL than there ever was. We see. I was about to say, Russell Wilson yeah. forced his way out of Seattle. Yeah, for sure. I think eventually they were going to kind of maybe do him right too to an extent. Like, yeah, he did win some titles here, like a title here. Like, you know, he did some things. Like, yeah, Pete Carroll <laughs> fucked up his next title. Yeah, Pete. <laughs> but uh, but no, so I know that we're getting right here close to time, and I had a special subject that I just want to quickly ask you guys about. Absolutely. Sure. Does Julio Jones revitalize his career with Tampa Bay and Tom Brady? Interesting. All right. I guess. Oh, man. Because I mean, he just so, signed. So and we see, we see historic Jones. guys. We God, see historic God. wide receivers. You got, you got. God so I mean, all you need. Court. So I mean, it's a pretty good receiving core. Oh, absolutely. I mean, here's the it's thing with, with him. I mean, if they play well, it's it's all about Julio's health. It, it's never been about oh, is Julio skilled enough? Things like that. 
I mean, he didn't play up. that well even when he was in healthy. But even I mean, he, he was banged up. In, 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 how many games he played? Seven games. Like, I mean, he did not play. Julio did not play very many games last year, and it was hard to get rhythm with a new quarterback when you're not getting reps with him. Because and in, when your quarterback's Ryan, Ryan Tannehill's. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah or lack thereof. Yeah, he but, was a wide receiver so, in college, it, and then he's the guy throwing you the ball. So yeah, I mean, it's tough. <laughs> it's definitely a downgrade going from Matt Ryan to, to, to Tannehill for sure. Even though Matt Ryan's, we can talk about him later another time, but. I think Julio, in this case, all he has to be is, if, assuming Godwin comes back and is healthy, obviously, I think there's reports he might be back for week one. We'll see what happens. He's, I think he's on track. But you have Godwin and Evans. All he has to do is basically be do the be the third receiver, Antonio Brown kind of guy. Obviously, he's not a loose cannon. Just be healthy. Be the but third he's option. Gonna be one and of he's going to be a great guys. third option. He's going to be an elite third option if he's healthy. I think Tom, Tom can definitely squeeze out whatever talent's left. I mean, Tom has made guys like Hogan – and Edelman and those guys. Edelman. Randy Moss. Do we forget about something. Randy Moss? Oh, Everyone yeah, thought he was provided. washed, done. Oh, 100%. So, he goes I mean, to the Patriots, and then he has one of, one of his things. best I mean, years of his low, career. Very low risk, very high reward here. So, I mean, this is what they needed in the playoffs last year. If they had someone like Julio, they really needed once all the receiving quarters. Julio almost beat them last up. year. So, it's it's one of those things. That or not they them, can, but the Patriots. Yeah. So, I mean, if, he, if, they, if he's remotely healthy and can play – 10-ish, 10, 12 games, I mean, and be healthy for the playoffs, this is a great signing. So I, I, I definitely think there's no if – you're, if, you're, if you're Tampa Bay, you've got to feel great Do you think this. this elevates Julio Jones back to, like, I wouldn't say where he was because no, he was the close. number one guy for <laughs> He's so not long. not going to be in that ever again. But do you think he'll be, like, in that – He'll up his level, like it'll maybe up it his level tier, of value tier, to like that that mid to three. mid to a, bottom he, bottom he top be, tier. He could be a tier three receiver, probably. Oh, I, I think it, he, I think he, he could be a two if he does it right. This, but this he doesn't have to be a two on this team. I don't think he's going to get. I don't think he's going to get the. I don't think he's getting the looks to be a two, but he could maybe be a two on another team. But I mean, that's that's the beauty of this. He doesn't have to be elite. He just has to be right. Okay, good. Yeah, he just has yeah. to be clutch. He has to do what Gronk did in the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm exactly. Say, he's just got to be Cole Beasley. You don't have to be amazing. Yeah, just exactly. Be there. Yeah, he, he's. It's. It's. Is he going to be an upgrade from Cameron Bray? Probably. Like, but when you're be. six six and you can jump over a house. Then. Yeah, obviously the speed, he isn't quite as fast as he used to be. I mean, he like this is a guy who at one point was one of, if not the best receiver in the NFL. He's not yeah. that anymore. It's definitely right. a, a few yeah. notches down below that, but he's not expecting to be that in Tampa Bay. So yeah, yeah, he could be a great role player here and play a pivotal part in them make winning the NFC and potentially winning a Super Bowl. So I think this is a, the great equalizer where it's the arms race with the Rams and, and the Bucks and a few of these other teams. Well, I think this is the great equalizer that can get them over the top. They already had enough talent. It's a matter of can the talent stay healthy. That's the biggest so, obstacle in Tampa Bay. So, Ish, do you think that this extends Julio's career playing this year with the Buccaneers and Brady? I, I think particularly with Brady, not particularly with the Bucks, right? It Brady. Well, I just mean, so many do you careers. think that Julio's career extends now? Like someone else will pick him up, or he'll resign with the Bucks. Does this give him longer span? To well, play? I, 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 I think it does, right? Because it's a combination of the wide receiver core and Tom Brady just not putting you in bad positions where you're just going to get hit and get injured like you have in previous seasons, right? And Every then on season top, he's ever played. <laughs> on top of that, right, you got a great receiving core in Mike Evans, Julio Jones, Cam, uh, Cameron Brady, obviously not with the team anymore. 
play. I, Godwin. Like you're sharing the looks, so you're not getting banged up as much. So you're just really just being blunt, right? You're just showing up, making sure you're in the red zone and ready to catch a ball. That's what Gronk did last season. I, I would, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Gronk also came out of retirement again to play on this Tampa Bay team. And I think what, but honestly, I, I don't, I don't think so. With um, God, what was his name? Was Brent? Was it Randolph that Rudolph that signed with the Bucks? He's gonna be the tight end. Is it Kyle Rudolph? Uh, Rudolph. Was it Kyle Rudolph? Kyle Rudolph. Track this. Rudolph. I mean, who signed with the Bucks that was tight end that literally signed with them? Alexa, who signed with the? Tampa Bay Buccaneers at tight end. Yeah, so it was Kyle. It was it was Kyle Rudolph. It was Kyle Rudolph. I was right. So uh, with Rudolph signing, I feel like Brock's probably not coming back. I mean, maybe to speed second tight end and kind of chill, but I maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. We'll see what happens. But uh, this is a great I, move. I, I mean, this is the thing. Brady I think this will extend Julio's career, like like Ish was saying. It 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 doesn't have it. He doesn't have what won't have as much mileage on him. He already has a lot of mileage yeah. on him right now. It's going to be less mileage and. Brady gets you some nice looks and hey buddy, just stay healthy, practice with us, get the reps in, let's get our rapport, and we'll have you ready for the playoffs in no time and you can make some big plays for us. So I think it's a big yeah, a big, a if big you look at a it, big pickup and a very low risk. If you look at it, he's been the only guy on his team since college since high school. Oh, exactly. When he went to Bama, he was the only guy there because it was only run, and then the only time we passed it, it was going to Julio. He goes to the Falcons. Julio was being looked at every single snap that they were throwing the ball. But then Tennessee, it was a little bit different because they had A.J. Brown, Julio had his injury issues, wasn't necessarily the same player he was. So we, uh, so I think that, you know, coming into this, I agree. I think that the, this extends his career. I just want to say that when I asked my uh, Amazon device uh, what tight end was signed by uh, Tampa Bay, it said that Vincent Jackson was found dead. Oh my God. That That's is not what I asked whatsoever. But thank you for that knowledge. <laughs> and that was also uh, like, what, a year ago? That was a while ago. Yeah. That was, that was a little while ago. Just right. the, the most. Here's something I found on the web Vincent Jackson was found dead in his hotel room. Okay. But, anyways, I think that's a great point to end the show. Absolutely. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just end on some misery there <laughs> but uh thank you guys for tuning in like follow comment subscribe uh we will all be in person one day if ish can ever get out of and this we'll be recording back now. at the studio on tuesday though so we'll have ish yeah. on the tv so the rundown remote returns it'll be a lot of fun we're excited about it. <laughs> the, the mute button is the best thing that's ever happened to the rundown it really is even though but, we can't mute people on zoom we choose not to it's more fun to use a remote in a tv in person so. a thousand percent <laughs> it's dramatic but yeah absolutely so. thanks guys cheers right, appreciate it Talk again guys. like follow comment subscribe share it to your mother do all the things and that's the rundown